know. For Tuesday, July 19, the 200th day of 2022, there are 165 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know coming up today. We'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We will get you ready for the heat wave, which is on the way. And we will give you a chance to win with the water cooler question. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even, what, Owensboro? He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. That's not till Owensboro. It's not till tomorrow. It's not till tomorrow. No. I yeah. saw. I don't know. Saw a tweet or something that uh, people were retweeting or liking or something about seven on seven football. That's, That's tomorrow. No, seven on seven is today at the at Grayson County High School. Gotcha. Tomorrow, seven on seven is in Owensboro. Oh, I see. Okay. At so Steel lots Stadium. Of, lots of seven on seven. So you add two and seven Thursday, on seven games. Does that make fourteen and on fourteen? And then, well, I guess it'd be twenty-one on twenty-one because uh, Thursday they go to Hart County. Oh, all these multiples of seven. Uh-huh. I got it. Uh, out of curiosity, when was the last time you honked your horn? Uh, last week, maybe you did. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, the uh, typical American driver will honk the horn fifteen thousand two hundred fifty times in their life. That's the average. If you live in uh-huh. New York City, you're probably three times that average. Uh-huh. Um, if fifteen thousand two hundred, there's no way I'm gonna now. When you lay on it, does that count as one? One long one is just still I would one? I assume so. Or if you go, bump, 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 is that four times or is it per incident? I would say it's per incident. I mean, yeah, I would say it's per incident. Well, I'm 15,250 sure, is a lot. I'm sure you have a six-year-old in your life, though, that would love to help you get caught up. Oh, well, you know, they do get to that age, though, when they just love to, you know, when you uh-huh. honk the horn for whatever reason, then there's the old do it again, you know, uh-huh. t- type of routine. So you got to be careful. Uh, be careful what you start. We'll make sure Christy isn't home when that happens. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, uh, I know the the Heinz ketchup bottle started coming off Heinz Field yesterday, and I think we're all aware you don't like Pittsburgh. But when you see the Heinz ketchup bottles coming off the stadium, do you do you like this? Like, do does this make you joyful that the ketchup bottles are coming off the stadium, or would you rather just not hear about it? Oh. I'm- Chuckling all the way. You know, I mean, it's 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 funny. Would um, you like to have one of these ketchup bottles no. that adorned the outside of the stadium? No. Not even no interest in that. So whatsoever. your love of ketchup I does not took, overshadow well, your I, hate of I Pittsburgh. Not necessarily say that I have a love of ketchup, but okay. I mean, it's good. It's you love not, it compared to tomatoes. I mean, that's again a very low bar. But I just hope that they replace it since it's a tax company, like a tax computer. Or a calculator or mm-hmm. something up there. Adding machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Adding machine. An abacus. Is it an insurance company? Is that what? Is an insurance company from Michigan, I thought that insurance, was. Insurance, accounting. AccuSure Acu- or whatever. All the, basically an HR company, I suppose. Uh, it's going to be hot today. We're going to, well, maybe not, maybe not as much today, but it's on the way. Today will be a stair step into the second half of the week heat-wise. It was really weird. There was a fog dome. Over Litchfield this morning when I came from uh, 
from south of Litchfield, and you could look down into across Bear Creek and then over the crown of Litchfield, and you could just tell there was just like a like a, a it looked like a fog shower cap over the entire city of Litchfield, and that has of course dissipated by now. So that morning fog that you might have experienced today has dissipated and has given way for what tomorrow will be considered an alert day because heat indices will top out in the 102 to 109 range. The actual temperature will reach in the mid-90s, and then that heat tomorrow could spur some scattered thunderstorms and could be you know, quite strong throughout the afternoon and evening. But then it gets even warmer as we head into the weekend. So we'll call it mostly sunny today and a high of 90. Then tomorrow, mostly clear. Uh, tonight, mostly clear, a low of 76. And then tomorrow, we'll see a high of, I think, 96 probably here locally. And then it just stays warm, 99 potentially on Saturday. Closer to Louisville. Oh, some portions, of, some meteorologists in Louisville saying Louisville will reach 100. Over the weekend. Likely so. to cool down for us on Sunday and only get to 98. Oh, yeah. Way better. And then by next Tuesday when it's 90, it'll feel like you've uh, you've uh, caught a bit of a break. But, yeah, in the 10-day forecast, it's all pretty much 90s or right there on the on the edge of it. So hot, hot, hot. Are, are you needing me to mention to her I don't know. No, that I, she's not have, here? Or? Have it, have it, have okay. it, have or it. No, it's that just he's not here. All right, there's tw- twice I've seen an empty chair. I'm like, yeah, no, that's is this a Clint it. Eastwood bit from the Republican National Can, Convention? Should I just leave it? No, it, no, it's perfectly fine. I just it, yeah, no, I thought it was just, suggestive. It was the power of suggestion on your no, part. No, it's more just mention it. we are creatures of habit. All right, that, muscle memory is yeah, what you got. To an understatement. COVID report is out for the week. The There were 49 new deaths. In the data released yesterday over the last week in Kentucky, that's down from 62 from the previous week, but still well above the 38 and 30 from the uh, previous two weeks. There were also 12,798 new COVID cases. That's uh, about 1,900. Well, actually, if you round down, it's 1,800 higher than the previous week. Our positivity rate in Kentucky is currently at 17.7, which is up about three-quarters of a percentage point from the previous week. Grayson County teetering on its color. You know, one week you see it, you see one, and then you see it move back into a category. And so now there's a section, I'll call it the I-65 corridor, if you will, that moves up through, moves from all the way from the state line, Franklin and Allen County, up through Warren, Edmondson, uh, Grayson, Hardin, Bullitt, uh, into Jefferson County and then even Oldham and Trimble, if you just want to follow that line. The spine of Kentucky is yellow and green, but the extremes, eastern and western, are red. Well, the 75 corridor, really, I mean, it's not quite, but it's really close to being to mm-hmm. that red Pretty much all right red, yeah. uh-huh. one, one through the other. Uh-huh. Here locally, we've got 100 new COVID cases, nearly, so 98 in the last week. The positivity rate as of, uh, I think, uh, yesterday was 26.62, which might change our color on the map, uh, depending upon when you... When I think you, they've changed those metrics on they how have. they are doing your So color. we're up from uh, from 24% two weeks ago. No new deaths reported locally in the last week, which is good news. Uh, I should have mentioned, by the way, as far as the state um, metrics and the state uh, census goes... The hospital census shows an increase in patients to uh, 587, but 18 are on a ventilator, which is 10 less than last week. 28 on a ventilator this time last week, 18. 
So positivity higher, and that's kind of what we're hearing is the current variants that are uh, most often found are much more uh, contagious and so easy easy to catch. But by and large, most people are not suffering tremendously with uh, the symptoms that uh, are produced. A little more information coming out yesterday. We spent some time yesterday morning telling you how a White House deal with Senate leader, uh, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell to seat uh, Chad Meredith to the federal bench had uh, taken a sudden left turn and was not going to happen. U.S. Senator Rand Paul yesterday accused McConnell of cutting a secret deal with the White House that fell apart and blamed a lack of communication by his fellow Kentuckian for the failure of a federal judicial nomination. The White House abruptly abandoned the nomination on Friday, pointing to the home state resistance from Paul, who is seeking a third term in the U.S. Senate in this year's elections. That would have seated uh, Grayson County native Chad Meredith for a federal judgeship in Kentucky for a vacancy that is to come. Paul responded yesterday and said that he supports Meredith, and thought the conservative lawyer would make a good judge, but pointed to the process as a problem. He said, quote, Unfortunately, instead of communicating and lining up support for him, Senator McConnell chose to cut a secret deal with the White House that fell apart. So what Senator Paul is saying is, I like Chad, but I don't like him enough that I don't want to use this opportunity to complain that McConnell rides roughshod over everything in Kentucky and I'm left playing second fiddle. Well, until you're the senior senator, no matter if you're the junior senator in a state, you're probably always going to play second fiddle. Ask any junior senator from any state in the nation, and I'll bet they all have that similar sentiment. Now, he's up against a titan of the Senate, but this particular titan in McConnell He's been there about he's been there almost as long as Joe Biden's been around Washington and they are collegial. And so McConnell whipped back and he said the White House wouldn't have taken a nomination from you. So McConnell saying I can get it done with the White House, you can't. That's why I did the deal and now you're belly aching. So there's obviously there's been Politics. a there's been a long I have a feeling there's more tension simmering between those two I don't think than we might see. I don't think they're bust. I don't think they're besties. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think, think they that, go to the local pub after they go to, after Congress lets out every night. I don't think they go and, and share a bourbon. Well, I'll just tell you, you know, I, I've had over the last seven eight years, I've had a decent number of almost one-on-one or small group conversations with Senator Paul. And most often that meeting with him comes after a meeting with McConnell. And now that I look back and I think about references that might have been made on where support lies or is leaning on particular issues, I I notice his eyes never light up when McConnell's mentioned. You know what I'm saying? And, and vice versa. I know one t- when last time McConnell was here, I asked him a question about Rand Paul. And, well, he, and he, he bit he, your head off? Pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> it was just like, well, you need to ask him. It's just kind of like, well, okay. I would have thought that, you know, you two might, like, have some semblance well, of. Let me ask you as well. Is there any level of, I, I'm sure this is much too elaborate a plan for anyone to ever hatch some 
crazy idea that only me could come up with. But when you know that there's a prevailing wind of uh, of a a bad sentiment for McConnell with a large group of people, p- particular Democrats and obviously some Republicans that have soured on him over the years, does this play in Rand Paul's favor that when in when he's running for reelection in a race that he's going to win? Does it help his cause, though, when he looks like he's turned heel a little bit against the establishment of of McConnell? Like, is this in any way a good thing for him? I, I don't no think idea. so, but maybe. Thankfully, I'm not a political science scientist, so I don't dive into Well, we're all just having a political uh-huh. science class right here uh-huh. in segment, segment A, so consider yourself getting credit for the course. Kentucky has launched an easy-to-remember three-digit mental health crisis hotline, 988, which connects Kentuckians facing a risk of suicide, mental health distress, or an addiction crisis to trained counselors. The 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and counselors respond to calls, chats, or texts directly from Kentuckians in need as well as those who are concerned about a loved one who may need crisis support. Officials anticipate an increasing calls due to the new, easier-to-use number and text capabilities and because of the many Kentuckians struggling with their mental health, especially youth. I, I am, based upon its merits, the way that it's presented, and the current day in which we live in, I am a proponent for this. My fear is that it can be abused in the way that 911 gets abused. There are things that land at the feet of 911 that have no business being even on the radar of 911. But we may think of it this way. If 988 isn't out, you've got a choice, right? When you've got a problem, a domestic situation or whatever it might be, Maybe now you have a choice to say, I can just as easily call this one as I can call the other one, and which one am I more likely to get the appropriate help from? So does this does this minimize unnecessary traffic to the law enforcement first responder pipeline for things that really are just going to end up in the cabinet for community base for DCBS or something anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, is there a, by having this outlet over here, are we helping minimize unnecessary traffic on this other side? This I don't know. It's just a rebrand pretty much of the 1-800 number. Absolutely. And they're, so it's, it's already a thing. They're it, just rebranding it and making it easier to remember. Sure. Instead of an 800 number, they're going to a three-digit number, but they're going further from that was known as the suicide hotline. Mm-hmm. There are lots of things short of suicide that will get funneled into this 988. Mm-hmm. And so in addition to rebranding it to a, a short code number, they're also saying there are other things, a broader spectrum of services that we're going to offer that you can reach out to us for. I can see where this is, they're going to be very busy. I mean, especially while people are trying on for size what they will do and what they won't do. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. So, and I don't know, I don't know where the call center is. 
I don't know. I, don't, I, 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 I think would think maybe every state has one. Or yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's a state-run operation, but does that mean the call center's in Frankfurt? Does that mean mm-hmm. it's in Louisville? I don't know. And then what happens? Do they then have to re- hand off calls back to telecommunicators with law enforcement? I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know the answers to those things. I'm sure there will be growing pains, but it is a new resource for people who need help. The federal government cannot force Kentucky and 19 other states to allow biological males to compete on female sports teams. That's according to a district court ruling. U.S. District Judge Charles Ashley, in an order ruled for the 20 state attorneys general who sued last August claiming the Biden administration directives infringe on states' rights to enact laws that, for example, prevent students from participating in sports based on their gender identity or requiring schools and businesses to provide bathrooms and showers to accommodate transgender people. It's this and other issues of our day which are really going to put to the test where states' rights are and where they are not. You know, we are a we are a republic of independent states, but there are times then when you have to act for the collective good where you should have, you know, blanket rules or procedures overall, but then there are also times you need to leave them up to the independent states, and that's kind of the way the founding fathers intended it. Kentucky State Police are asking the public to vote on what to name their bulldog mascot. The agency received name submissions earlier this month and narrowed the list to 10 possibilities. People can vote for one of those names through July 21. The agency has used a bulldog image at promotional events over the years and decided to develop it into an official mascot as a fun way to engage with all ages. Giving the mascot an identity will help the agency build relationships with those it serves. Yeah, I was looking at the the names. One of them was Tucky, which makes sense. Um, I was just pulling it up here as I was trying to. I didn't didn't know they used a bulldog as their mascot. This is like last week. They... In fact, the day after that shooting in eastern Kentucky, yeah. they were supposed to announce this. Uh, but they, they, they postponed it, it a yeah, few days. Sandy, wait. Leo, Gray, Pablo, Tyrone, Badge, Tucky, Justice, Guthrie, Cooper. Those are their those are their finalists. Not Norman. Norman was not, not on the list. Neither was, you know, yeah. One oh one or Well, I mean Guthrie. Uh huh. I wonder what the inspiration for Guthrie is. Cooper. Norman. Eh, I don't know. We'll I like Tucky. I think that that's not bad. Did you watch the home run derby last night? I did. Juan Soto beat Julio Rodriguez. I thought Rodriguez was going to win. Uh, Soto, Albert Pujols went a long way. He went deeper into the contest than they expected. But uh, Washington Nationals youngster Juan Soto defeated Seattle Mariners rookie Julio Rodriguez to win the title 1918. Now, Rodriguez gets an opportunity, if he wants, to participate in front of his home fans next year because the All-Star Game will be in uh, All-Star Game will be in Seattle next year. So the Midsummer Classic tonight, the All-Star Game, um, you gonna you, are you taking you taking the National League? Uh, sure, yeah. why not? I mean, I, I'll take it the doesn't... American League. It's so I hate to I understand why they took out you know that it matters. Mm-hmm. Who gets home field advantage? But I don't know. I just thought that added a little something to it. Did you know in the nineteen ninety? I think it was the nineteen. The draft that Derek Jeter was in, the Reds passed on him. They, they wanted him to follow Larkin. Uh huh. 
at five. They skipped on him, and the Yankees ended up with him at six. I did know that. I didn't know that until last night. Very interesting. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. In the Know is brought to you by ECTC Litchfield, college for the real world. They've got eight-week advantage for classes, uh, less classes in any given time, and shorter time frames for those particular classes. If you're in uh, a hurry, you're on the fast track, their eight-week advantage is the way to go. It's close to home. It's convenient, affordable, smaller class sizes. They've even got workforce solutions for the community uh, education, like almost like boutique-type things. So for uh, where there's a demand, they will custom tailor a curriculum to meet the needs of the community at ECTC, Litchfield Campus. Today is Flight Attendant Safety Professionals Day. Have you taken any flight attendant safety classes at ECTC? Not that I'm aware of, no. Okay, you can sign up for those probably. Triple Play Day. Today is the anniversary of the first unassisted triple play in 1909 by Neil Ball of the Cleveland Naps. Hmm. It is National Words with Friends Day today. National Words with Friends Day, that should be a revolving title for whatever... Is that focused on the the game? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's the, the second, Scrabble. Yeah. This is, says it's the second annual. It's yeah. It's a basically app Scrabble. Scrabbled in the digital space, but they need to just make that a a dry erase title. Like this year, just call it Wordle Day mm-hmm. because you can't you can you can't junk up the landscape with all these because in ten more years nobody will know words with friends. And it was really popular no ten will, years ago. No one will know not, Wordle. Yeah, exactly. So they just need to just kind of rotate that forward going through and just uh, just call it a day. Have some life hacks for you. Ooh, okay. Life hacks to make your life much more simple and much easier. If you sleep through your alarm, put it in a cup or glass. It'll wake you for sure and possibly the entire neighborhood because it'll mm-hmm. vibrate against mm-hmm. the glass. That makes sense. Clank. But who has an alarm clock? That fits into a glass. Oh, I would imagine. So I have a really big Yeti. You could probably, mm-hmm. you could put some alarm clocks probably in a Yeti. Uh-huh. It'd clang off the metal of that Yeti. I bet it would sound like a Liberty Bell. What if your alarm clock is your phone and your A-L-E-X-A? You can do that too. I mean, you can just put the cord down in there, you know, with it in a hollow like Yeti uh-huh. cup and they will vibrate. Just put them on vibrate. Place a cutting board on an open drawer for extra ca- counter space in a small kitchen. I've heard that. I've yeah. seen that. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. To open a stuck lid, use duct tape. That makes sense, I guess. Simply stick some on the lid and start pulling. For a genuine looking smile in your pictures, squint your eyes while it's being taken. Why? I don't know. No, that just feels uh, like I'm straining. Yeah, uh, you look like Robert De Niro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I'm out on that one. If you're a student, proofread with your ears. Paste, oh. oh, oh no, go on, finish. Paste no, your essay that. into Google Translate, oh. and you'll hear any typos and other weird stuff. Oh, I usually just read it out loud. That's also partly part of the industry that we work in. But it's amazing the stuff that you'll notice if you read it out loud. I always learn to read it backward. Like backward will spot. It might not spot contextual things, but if you read things backward, then here's my habit. Even when I reread something, if I proofread something, and this is why Sam's example is helpful to read it out loud, 
But even if I just proofread something, I will often read what I intended to write, not what I actually wrote. So that's why reading Uh it backward busts up that uh, possibility. And like you say, reading it out loud, or this is saying, let Google Translate read it out loud for Uh you. And I mean, that works too. You'll think that sounds, that sounds weird. This one is one that I thought, ah, this could help. Not that I do it this often, but if I were going to do it, I would want to do it perfectly. Use an empty ketchup bottle for perfect pancake batter pouring. Yeah. Yeah. Put the pancake batter in the ketchup bottle and squeeze out or there. Or just like get, get, one of the, uh, get one of those ones that you can get at the store, like the red and the yellow. You know, uh-huh, you know yeah. the, like refillable ones like that? Like you, they used to have like at the you, diner? Uh-huh. You okay. just got to be careful that you don't go to make your hot dog and surprise yourself and put a little pancake batter on there. Yeah, that's true. I think the nozzle on that is a uh-huh. little too small. Well, you I think can, I would you need could, to cut that. Uh-huh. I think I need to cut yeah, the end off of it. it. I think I'd need a, a broader we, stream. We, I mean, the restaurant I worked at, we had those squeeze bottles with all sorts of different sizes because some of the sauces sure had it could get away from more you more chunks. Use a can opener to open those tough blister packs. Tough what? Blister packs, things that come wrapped, things come wrapped in things. You know the out exterior packaging, which is hard to. Oh, isn't that what scissors are for, or a pocket knife? Thought. I've got my. I've got a pocket knife. This is. It's what I. It's what that's for. Yeah, um, I have a Swiss Army knife in my pocket. I and mine looks a little more like Rambo. Like if I were stuck out in the woods, I might be able to at least take out a small animal. I mean, listen. I don't need a, a dainty Swiss Army knife. You're uh you're, you're That's not a knife. This is a knife. Apparently there's a piece of straw in there too. That's interesting. I don't know. <laughs> You've been bailing A. <laughs> Apparently. Freeze coffee in an ice cube tray and use these that. instead of water cubes for iced coffee. It will prevent it from becoming watered down. And to boost your Wi-Fi signal, wrap a sheet of cardboard and aluminum foil, bend it slightly, and put it behind your router and point it in the proper direction. Get a little radio wave bounce off of the foil there and do, do you knock think, yourself out. Does, does that work in Morgantown? Or gonna, Brownsville? going to need a big piece of cardboard. I mean, it can work or Brownsville. If, if your cardboard... I mean, you know what the web telescope looks like, yeah, you know, with Browns- this big reflective array. So if you need something similar. In Brownsville, we might need a real big piece of cardboard. It, it might work. A Missouri man says in a class action lawsuit against Bass Pro that the outdoor outfitter is refusing to honor its lifetime warranty on socks. Kent Slaughter of Springfield, Missouri, said that after years of exchanging his Redhead Lifetime Guarantee All-Purpose Wool Socks. Every time they wore out, the Springfield-based company changed its policy in 2021 before he tried to return four pairs of socks. Instead of getting another pair with a lifetime warranty, Slaughter said he was given socks that only carried a 60-day warranty. A Bass Pro representative said the company won't comment on pending litigation, the lawsuit said Bass Pro is mi- misrepresenting the socks in its ads because it says they are, quote, the last sock you'll ever need to buy because of the lifetime warranty. Slaughter said in the lawsuit that the warranty was a major factor in his decision to buy the socks in the first place. 
The socks with the 60-day warranty are designed with a stripe, so employees will be clued in to sh- to the shorter warranty period, according to the suit. <laughs> How much are these pairs of socks? Um, I mean, I don't know. Let's just say, I mean, they might be 9 10 12 bucks, something like that. But a class action lawsuit over socks. This is interesting, though. This is the perfect. This is the perfect thing to quibble about when it comes to lifetime warranties. So the manufacturers, the retailer, are banking on the fact that the socks will last longer than your lifetime, or last long enough that you'll go, "Yeah, they served me well. It's a twelve dollar pair of socks." That would be me. What would what would I expect? That's what they're banking on. Uh-huh. But then, because it's not worth me going back and going to the store, especially especially for us here. I mean, we're as close as Bass Pro Shops. Yeah, well, Nash, is there one in Nashville? Well, I guess Bowling Green not, has one, don't they? No, they have another oh, variety right. uh-huh. of that. Jeffersonville is technically the closest one. Okay. You have to cross the river for the closest. But, but there's one in Memphis. There's one in Sevierville out, north of out, Cincinnati. At, out at I-40. So, Is it worth going into the Indiana, though? Well, you, maybe you can do it by mail. I don't know. Maybe it's, a, maybe it's a mail order option. But now it boils down to the principle of the thing. You will find people that if you say something is the last sock you'll ever need to buy, well, the fact that he bought six pairs or bought multiple pairs is he admitting that it's not the last sock he'll ever need to buy. Because if something is called the last sock you'll ever need to buy, and you follow that infinitely and specifically, then that one right there, that single sock, and if you buy a whole pair, are you violating the terms? It's like, hey, you bought more than one. We told you all you needed was this one, and you looked the gift horse in the mouth and bought two, so you violated the warranty. No, I don't buy that Uh, argument either. However, when you say it's the last sock I'm you'll ever need to Bass buy. I'm surprised Bass Pro didn't just go, here you go, get your pair of socks, get the heck out of here. Well, I think they did that for a while. See, uh-huh. I think this is what, I think Bass Pro has been but, doing but this for a long time. you get like this guy who are abusing it and probably going in every six months. That's exactly right. So, uh-huh. but where do, what is a lifetime warranty? And then what is their definition of when you get the new pair of socks? Does it have to have a hole in it? <laughs> my, my dad it has always smell? told me, my dad has always told me that he bought a membership to an organ, a lifetime membership to an organization twice because the first time they went out of business and then he was dumb enough to do it again when the the business reopened and so but he still doesn't have his lifetime membership so there have to be limitations on mm-hmm. a lifetime warranty Does or he, membership like a, or a card or something that says he's a lifetime member well it wouldn't matter i mean if the thing if the thing goes defunct and uh-huh. doesn't exist anymore can he, like, write that in his will over to you? Uh, non-transferable. It is? I don't know. See, that's, socks this is what I mean. When somebody says something has a lifetime warranty or you get a lifetime subscription, is it your life? Is it, or is is it, it the it, life you give life to? Is it, Or is it the life of the socks? That, that's, what I don't, that's what I don't know. So this guy is holding Bass Pro's feet to the fire. And here's what I don't know, though. They placated this guy for a while and kept replacing his socks. And then they did an end around trying to give him 60-day warranty socks. 
And I, if they had done that the first time, I might be more on their side. Like, I get it. As an entrepreneur, as a business owner, I say, you're just taking advantage of these people. But they're also the ones that put the name on the sock saying lifetime warranty. Mm-hmm. Once they indulged him for a while, I don't know what their exit strategy is. It'll be interesting to see what, you know, what some judge somewhere, they may throw, I mean, he may throw it out and laugh it out of, uh, laugh it out of the courtroom, but I think it's pretty, I mean, get the Supreme Court on the line, right? What's a reasonable amount of time to get out of a pair of socks, Sam? I've got, I got socks that are over a decade old. Oh yeah, I, I probably may have too. socks that are decades old. You might have socks older than me. I could potentially have socks older than you. They might have been handed down uh-huh. from my parents who bought them with a lifetime warranty, and they still haven't worn out. Uh-huh. So who knows? Well, if they do. Today's water cooler questions coming up here on In the Know. Did you know the English word with the most definitions is set? S-E-T. Interesting. So you have a headset. You got you play a set in tennis. A uh, music set. You have uh, a set. Now, when I say like headset, is that because there's one on each side? So does that cover mm-hmm. a salt set. and pepper shaker set? Like is that uh, does that include pair. all pairs? I, I don't I don't know. But you can set something down. You mm-hmm. can. But apparently, the English word with the most definitions is set. By the way, not to be confused. There's a difference between. Sit and set and sat. Uh huh. Yeah, that, that was one of the ones that you're always not, get to me. By the way, you're not going to sit down. I'm going to go uh-huh. over here and sit down. You're not doing that. You're going to sit down. I know you're, that. You're going uh-huh. to sit down. Now, you might have sat down. And you, and you but <laughs> you don't. And I might set you down. Uh huh. But well, you're not going to sit down. I can't set myself down. <laughs> well. <laughs> depending upon how you do it <laughs> i mean i guess we need your we need your english teacher on the line right now no we don't no because she'll, she'll mark up my entire show she'll go back <laughs> let's start at the beginning let's start at four minutes after the top of the hour you made this mistake so no we don't we don't <laughs> well and your emails would never be wrong right here's today's water cooler question if you've not won in the last 30 days you're 18 years of age or older you qualify to win and by the way i had multiple english teachers so you may think you may think as as did i yeah well i i had multiple that would hold me accountable today's water cooler question if you've not won in the last 30 days and you're 18 years of age or older you qualify to win by texting your answer to 270-259-6000, Six out of 100 of us have cried when we did this. Six out of 100 of us have cried when we did this. Text the answer to 270-259-6000, 270-259-6000. Six out of 100 of us have cried when we did this. Are you in the six? The answer is not received your English paper back from your English teacher. No, I don't think so. When you're 51 years old, you don't remember all occasions. I still remember many, but I don't remember them all. But I don't think I've done this. I think that puts me in the 94%. 
The new Baz Luhrmann Elvis movie is the first movie becoming one of the rare films without superheroes or dinosaurs or part of a franchise to reach the $100 million mark. If you think about it, whether it's Minions or whether it's Maverick or whether it's Jurassic Park or whatever it is, Marvel, most of the big movies are part of that franchise and Elvis is kind of a standalone and it's done pretty well at the... Now, it wasn't cheap to make. So they cost about $85 million to produce. So it's mm-hmm. not actually a huge moneymaker yet, but it is a standalone picture that's doing pretty well. Pete Davidson says he no longer wants to be typecast as an idiot and reveals what roles he wants in the future. Well, there's a good way to avoid being typecast as an idiot. Don't play one all the time and you won't get typecast as mm-hmm. one. So he's trying to break that mold. He's trying to bond that bridge, so to speak. It's one way to put it, yeah. (laughs) If you know, you know. If you know, you know. (laughs) Let's see. Now, these look like to be carryovers from yesterday. No, 6%. I don't even even remember what yesterday's question was. no. Stub your toe was the answer to yesterday's question. Was it? Uh-huh. Oh, I don't even remember. You called in for sick. That's right. Called in sick oh, to work that's right. because yep. you stubbed uh-huh. your toe. This is six in 100 of us have cried after doing this. Well, did I? I mean, has there ever been a water cooler? That would be when you're throwing them off if you go back-to-back days with the same answer. Ooh, that would be good. But now you've now it's out uh-huh. there, so, uh-huh. so, I, so I can't do it. Uh, so text your answer to two seven zero two five nine six thousand. Give you your choice of uh, theme park tickets today. Six in one hundred of us have done have cried when doing this. If you are interested in traveling to Staten Island in the coming year, and you want to leave the gun and take the cannoli, the infamous Godfather House is going on the Airbnb market. Starting July 27th at noon central time, bookings on Airbnb will open for, um, they're only doing it for 30 days, August 1st to August 31st. They'll be rented by the night for you to stay in the infamous Godfather house with the Mario Puzo book and then what, 1972, what, 50 years old now, isn't it? I've never seen it, so I don't know. Well, I got to tell you. I mean, I've heard they're good. It was. I've not seen the second one uh, or the third one. It was only back in the winter that I can assure you that I had seen it all mm-hmm. start to finish in continuity. I think it's, I had seen portions of movie, it. It's a pretty long movie, isn't it? Yeah, it's like it's over three hours. Uh, but it, it's good. I mean, it, it is. It is. I think most people need to see it. You, if you've if you've not seen it in life, I think you owe it to yourself to see it once, just to just to know because there's so many references to it that you don't. There's so many things you hear in pop culture that are actually references, like "Take the gun, leave the cannoli," which is a pretty interesting pretty interesting line on how that uh, how that happens. You know, gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. You know, all that good stuff. So still, still no. We'll give it through the break. Six in 100 of us have cried 
when doing this. Get to our final break. Come back. Wrap it up for the morning here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. What lost skill does no one seem to know how to do anymore? Is common sense a skill or is common sense a set of skills? Set of skills. It's a little, little too broad. I mean, here's one that I think some people would disagree with. Yeah. Uh, cursive. But at the same time, I don't think there's no there's no point in learning it anymore. Writing thank you notes. Yeah, it's not a bad one. Civil discourse. Mm. I mean, there was a time when I think that uh, that we were much better as people that we could disagree politically. We could disagree without being disagreeable. Mm-hmm. But now everything is just turned into such a competition, and we must win. And my team versus your team, and mm-hmm. I'm this jersey and that jersey, and on and on and on. And we we treat you know we treat social issues and, and civic type of issues like we treat our sports teams, like everything's the Yankees and the Red Sox or the Yankees and the Dodgers or the, you know, whatever. Bengals, Steelers. Wait a minute, I named two different rivalries involving the Yankees and the Cats and Cards, you know, whatever it might be, the Blue Devils and the Tar Heels or what. I mean, so we, we tend to think of our politics in that landscape. So I think that civil discourse is one where you used to be able to – you know, make your statements. And if you disagreed with somebody, like you were out somewhere, you were having a, you were at a community picnic or whatever, and you debated something and you just didn't necessarily go home mad at the other person because they believe differently than you did. But mm-hmm. we just seemingly have to do that uh, now. But there are many other skills that I think we're, we're losing as a, as a lost art on television tonight, the major league baseball all-star game. I shouldn't have to watch a game from Dodger stadium. See, there I go. There I go with my fandom again. I would love to go to Dodger Stadium. The neat thing about Dodger Stadium is when you watch the game tonight, it'll be the middle of the afternoon. So, Uh you know, it'll be people like a businessman special. People on their way home. Because I think it'll start at 5 o'clock. Yeah, it's going to start pretty early. All-Star games typically, too, last longer because there's so many pitching changes. Did you hear how they're doing it, too, if it's tied at the end of nine innings? How how did they decide they're going to do that? Home run derby. Oh, really? Each manager nominates three players. All right. Well, they better not hurt Judge or Giancarlo or you can you could pretty much put all the all the Yankee All-Stars except for the pitchers in that. See, it's interesting that they got so many so many All-Stars but can't beat the lowly Cincinnati Reds. Who only had one All-Star, which is the minimum. <laughs> 2 out of 3 probably should have been a sweep. Well, I will say the Reds just have torn up the AL East. Yeah, I wish uh, I wish we could join the AL East. We'd be in first place right now. <laughs> I mean, they're mm-hmm. the Reds are they? I guess the Blue Jays took two out of three from them, but uh, done really well against all of them. Well, against the Rays, they play swept, the Orioles next swept week. The race. Yep, they the Orioles play the Orioles weekend. next week. America's got talent. By the way, they uh, got postponed uh, Sunday. The uh-huh. Reds did so. Well, lots of yeah. I guess it's next. Yeah, next yeah. Sun, next Saturday. Lots next. of lots of off days for the Reds this week, since they were off on Sunday. America's Got Talent, NBC tonight, and then Celebrity Family Feud is on ABC tonight. The highlight in history: this date in '05, President George W. Bush announced his choice of federal appeals court judge John Roberts to replace Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor. In eighteen. 18- 
by the way, in case you're a true historian and you think that doesn't sound right, what happened was Roberts ended up succeeding Justice Rehnquist, who died in 05, and then Samuel Alito followed O'Connor. Sandra Day O'Connor announced her decision to retire, but before she retired, Rehnquist died. So Roberts got it. Uh, in uh, 1812, the War of 1812, the first battle of Sackett's Harbor in Lake Ontario, resulted in an American victory as U.S. naval forces repelled a British attack. Birthdays today. Uh, Brian May is 75. Anthony Edwards is 60. Benedict Cumberbatch is 46. Let's get to chart toppers. Oh, wow. Light, light birthday. Yeah, Stars and Stripes over Iwo Jima, number one by Bob Wills. This date in 19... When the Yanks raised the Stars and Stripes on 45. Iwo Jima Isle the blood and tears they won through Bless the heart of each Yankee there on Iwo Jima Isle Bob Bless Wills, number one, 1945. Let's go to 1954. The Four Aces. Three Coins in the Fountain. Number one this day in 54. Each one seeking happiness. Thrown by three hopeful lovers. <laughs> Let's go to. And he gets himself up on the one elbow. 1963. Gathered round and he says, "Watch me, Wallaby." Rolf Harris, number one. Watch me, Wallaby. me, kangaroo, down, sport. Dangerous breed, mate. So watch me, Wallaby's feet all together now. Tie me, kangaroo, down, sport. Tie me, kangaroo, down. Tie me, kangaroo, down, sport. Tie me, kangaroo, down. Keep me cockatoo cool, curl. Uh, yeah, I don't know that I've ever heard that. So it's a whole bunch of animals in that song. 1972, The Looking Glass, number one, with Brandon. This date, Sam. Our lives are better left to change. Yeah, this is not even Garth. This is a ripoff. This is a Garth cover. <laughs> Do they have a ripoff, Jimmy Mattingly? Then that was probably somebody pretending to be Jimmy. Wild Wild West, number one in 1999. Talk about a guy that's gone underground. Will Smith says that slap. He is like radio silence everywhere. Jesse McCartney, number one in 08 with Levin. In 2017, Despacito was number one from the Luis Fonsi and Daddy Yankee, and Justin Bieber was on there, too. Here's MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. MB's Pearl of Wisdom says this, It always seems impossible until it's done. 
It always seems impossible until it's done. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look, uh, remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.